which is towards the end of the parsha, which says, Moshe wrote all the words of Hashem, everything that Hashem had told him. Rashi of the Rashi quotes the words Vayichtev Moshe. Moshe wrote, on his Mefarish, he explains as follows: Mibereshis va'admatan Torah. He wrote from Bereshis until Matan Torah, which was occurring at that time. Uksi v'kasa mitzvah in the He also wrote the mitzvah which they were commanded in Mora, like Shabbos and so on. In other words, everything that happened up till then. Vigiret Kama Palim, as uh, we talked about many times, is Rashi Bifirusha Alatayim Afarash Shudush Omikar. Rashi, of course, is looking to explain the simple understanding of the Psukim. So we have to understand based on this rule. Vos is the Hechrich in Shudush Omikra. What is the. How do we know with any certainty, according to Shudush Omikra, as Moshe Gishribim Ali in Yonim Ebreshes that that's what it's referring to, that he wrote everything from Bereshis all the way up to Matan Torah. Afal Pivas Rubam is the signal from Asipur and the signal from Divir Hashem, even though most of what is written in Bereshis is a relating the events of, the t- of those times, rather than as spoken by Hashem, something that Hashem commanded or said or told them to, told out someone to do, they don't seem to qualify as divrei Hashem, the words of Hashem, even though of course they are inspired by Hashem, but they don't come as a dictated by Hashem. When Oich mitzvah in the stab of Amara, and how do we know that he said the mitzvahs that were commanded Amara, or Nisha tale from the Malam, or why can't we just say that he wrote some of those things, had he known that he wrote everything, other under divrei Hashem or uh, some other words of Hashem How do we know that when it says divrei Hashem, it covers all that? Nochmer and even more. The question is even greater. In pasuk dosh teit vayichtav meishes kol divrei Hashem, he wrote all the words of Hashem. The zelba loshem, which is literally the same wording, vashteitem friedikim pasuk, which is written in a, in the previous pasuk. In this week's Pasha, where it says, Vayyavu Moshe Vayisapala Amis Kol Divri Hashem. Hashem had told Moshe what to, uh, to tell them how to prepare for Matan Torah, and Moshe came and he related to them all the words of Hashem, literally the same words as this Pasuk. Thus Rashi Taich Dart, and Rashi explains that what is the meaning of as Kol Divri Hashem, Mitzvah's Prishavah it's the what Hashem told them to do in preparation for Matan Torah that they should separate from their wives and that they're not allowed to approach Har Sinai. Tavos is the Tam Lashanes than Peter's from Vayichta Meshes Koldivir Hashem. So therefore, why does Rashi change the meaning of the word that's Koldivir Hashem when he writes it in regards to Moshe writing the words of Hashem in this pasuk? From the Peter's from Friedig and Pasuk, and he changes it from the meaning of what is what Kol Divir Hashem means in the previous Pasuk, which simply means what Hashem related to him about what to do in preparation for Antara. Here he suddenly gives it the very same words, a completely different meaning. Everything from Bereshis all the way on up, up to Matantara. A film is all learning as Vibald, as Mitzvah's given an Ein Molagarinian. Even if you want to explain that the reason that he doesn't want to say that is because the mitzvahs of prep, preparing for Matan Torah was a one-time thing. Al Tzachonot Matan as a preparation for Matan is the Farnish Mestaber, so therefore it doesn't stand to reason as nor of them, but Sitzuch Devayich Moshe that he would have written down only that. That is something very specific, very uh, time-related, which is going to be over in a day. And because the word uh, writing something means to commit it, to writing means to, it has to carry forward for later generations, for later time. Not only for a, late, a later time, but maybe even eternally, for something that will that is good forever. So therefore, that's why Rashi doesn't want to say that. But that's not a reason that Rashi has to give it such a broad context that it means everything from Bereshis, because he could still say, 
as the Biyach the Moshe is Kailu that Moshe writing includes it does include also the mitzvah of separating and preparation for Matan Torah and not going to Matan Torah not going to Arsinai which is alluded to in the because the Torah uses the same word so obviously it probably means that but it doesn't mean only that it also means other things it doesn't include only those two things, but all other things which Hashem related to Moshe Rabbeinu in preparation for Matan Torah. But those things are still relevant even after Matan Torah. These two things don't seem to be relevant after Matan Torah because they're only there to prepare the Yidin for Matan Torah and what they should do at Matan Torah. But then there are things that Hashem also related in the... Pr- lead up to Matan Torah, which are relevant after Matan Torah. We the Bechayi learned, as the Bechayi says, as Vayichta Moshe is called the Hashem, meant that uh, the Bechayi writes that what it says, that Moshe wrote all the words of Hashem, means Hatnoim, the conditions that Hashem made with the Yidin, which are Vahayim Shemay Tishmo Bekoili, if you will listen to my words, and you will keep my Torah, so then things will go good, and so on. So those are things which Hashem had also said in the lead up to Matan Torah, or around that time. So Moshe wrote those in addition to mitzvahs, prisha, v'agbala, to the separation from the wise, and the not going on to Har Sinai. Base. The Tmiya is Bazeiz Nochkreser, and the question here is even greater. But Dugma in a similar vein as Rashi says these things we find also in the Mechilta but Rashi is Meshana for Mechilta but Rashi changes the way the Mech- from where the way the Mechilta writes it but even as the Pidush and Rashi is the Loikiman in a way that Rashi the way Rashi puts it doesn't seem to agree with any of the opinions that the Mechilta quotes what does the Mechilta say? the Mechilta brings three days the Mechilta brings three opinions Rabbi Yaisi Rabasi Omar Omer, Rabbi Yaisi, the son of Rabasi, says, Mitchilas Bereshis Va'atkan, that what he wrote was from the beginning of Bereshis until what happened, the current events. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi says, Mitzvah Shinitstava Adamarishin, he wrote, this is what he wrote, the mitzvahs that Adamarishin was commanded, or Mitzvah Shinitstava B'nei Noyach, the mitzvahs that were commanded to the uh, children of Noyach, means the rest of the nations. O mitzvah shenitztava b'mitzrayim, the mitzvahs that the yidden were given in Mitzrayim, o b'mora, and the mitzvahs they were given in mora, v'shar kol mitzvahs kulam. In fact, all the other mitzvahs. That's the second opinion. Rabbi Shmuel Oimer. Rabbi Shmuel says, "Betchilus einim mau Oimer." What does he say at the beginning of this of the discussion? Which means he's referring to what it says in Parsha Bahar, because in Parsha Bahar it starts. Hashem spoke to Moshe on Har Sinai, and then it goes on to teach all kinds of halachas in Bahar and Bechukaisai. So that is obviously things which Hashem spoke to Moshe at or in, the, in close to the time of Har Sinai. So what does he say there? The Shavsa Arut Shabbos Hashem. It starts with the mitzvah of Shemitah. The 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 land should rest. On to Hashem, Sheshanim Tizah For six years you shall plant, and and so on. And it ge- goes on to give the mitzvah Shmitim v'Yovlus, the Shmitah, the laws of Shmitah, the laws of Yovel, Berachas Uklolus, the blessings and the curses that Hashem uh, related. You know, there's the famous curses that in Bechukaisai, if the Yidden do not behave, B'Soifa Inya Ma'Oima. What does he say at the end? How does he conclude that whole discussion? These are the laws and the statutes and the teachings. Amru mekablim anu aleinu. So they said we we accept it. So he go he talks about that. That's a third opinion which actually Rashi doesn't refer to in this Rashi. Rashi is of a mitzadiv the erste Rashi compresses the two first opinions. The first opinion was everything from Bereshis until now. The second opinion is the mitzvahs to Adam and to Noyach and to Mo- and Mora and, uh, and Mitzrayim and so on. And Rashi puts them together as one opinion. So in other words, he his Rashi's opinion doesn't seem to agree with anybody because 
he says more than each of the first two opinions and leaves out the third opinion. Even if Rashi's interpretation of the meaning of the Mechilta is as Rabbi is Nishshoilul the Eshtadeya, that when Rabbi says that he says that he wrote what the mitzvahs to Adam and to Noyach and so on, he doesn't mean to exclude what was written in the first opinion. Rather, he is adding to the first opinion that in addition to everything from Bereshis until the current events, he also wrote all the mitzvahs as enumerated according to Rabbi. So even if you say that he's actually agreeing with the first opinion but adding his own, is in Sugav to Mitchilus Bereish Rat Kanzain and in the Ksiv of Nichol Gevaron the Mitzvah and Itzav Adam Rishon that in addition to what he the, to writing what happened from Bereishis till now we also included all the Mitzvahs to Adam and so on. Kemen of Benishzodna Das is the Mocker from Pirush Rashi. We can't say that Rabbi's opinion is the source of Rashi's explanation here. But Rabbi Rabbi Rachnish Nor the Mitzvah and Itzav Mamara. Because Rebbe doesn't only enumerate the mitzvahs that were given in Mara, Virashi Zakt, as Rashi says, and the mitzvahs that were given in Mara, nor Ale Ibirga mitzvahs, Rebbe includes all the mitzvahs. Oich Divas Rashi bring Nish, even the ones that Rashi doesn't uh, include. So therefore, Rashi is saying something which seems to be a com- almost uh, bringing together Rebbe and the other, the first opinion but he doesn't say everything that Rabbi says, so what exactly, Rashi doesn't seem to be saying anything in the same way that the Mechilta is saying it. In addition to this, it's difficult to say, as Pirush Rashi does, that this Rashi's explanation here, it's difficult to say that it's based on, or it's taken from, or even based on the Mechilta. For in the Mechilta is Mefarish Nishdem Pasuk Vayichtev Moshe, because the Mechilta, he's not explaining the words what Moshe wrote, nor the Pasuk Vayikach Sefer Abiyus Vayikra Baznayam. The Mechilta is is talking about the Pasuk that says that Moshe took the book and the book of the covenant and he he read it into the people. So he says he read. We don't know where he read, what he read. Das heißt, in other words, the Mechilta that Mechilta is not talking about what did Moshe write. Was 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 in the Sefer? What did Moshe write in the Sefer? Nor when the Moshe had gelaint. The Mechilta is addressing what did Moshe read from that Sefer? For not them Sefer What did he read to the people? But Mele is the fun kin rayanish. Therefore, from here, there's no proof. What he read from the Sefer is not necessarily everything that he wrote in the Sefer. As can sign, as in the in the it's possible that he wrote more than he actually ended up reading to them. In fact, as the Mechilta actually puts it that way, we don't know from where in that Sefer that he wrote did he read in the Sefer Kara. So in other words, that even the Mechilta is allowing for the fact that it, there might have been much more written in the Sefer than he actually re- read to them. So therefore, and, and that's what the Mechilta is talking about, what did, he, what did he read. Rashi is talking about what did he write. Well, bechol in any case is nish moven. It's not understood. From vanet nemt Rashi, but shudish mikra. How does Rashi know in explaining the simple meaning of the pesukim as the vayichta meishes given the bereishes and matantayda that what he wrote was from the beginning of the bereishes until matantayda mitzvah and stava mamara as well as the mitzvahs that were they were given in mara. So where does Rashi take this explanation from? What compels Rashi to say, at least in the pesudish mikra, that this is what he wrote? Gimel, weiter of pasuk. Then further in the pasuk, the pasuk says, He took the book of the covenant, the one that we just, uh, the pasuk that we just quoted in the chilta, and he read it to the people. Is Rashi mefarish the verta of sefer abris? Rashi quotes the words, the book of the covenant. 
Um, and he says, what does it mean? From the book of the covenant included the Bereshis until Matan Teirah, and the mitzvahs that were given in Mara. So we have to understand that too. The Tamvas Rashi Darv Habris. The reason that Rashi has to explain what Sefer Habris is, and he says exactly what he said before that he wrote from beginning of Bereshis until Matan Teirah and the mitzvahs of Mara. The reason Rashi has to say that that's what the Sefer Abris is, is moving that we can understand. Because earlier when it says, and Moshe wrote what Hashem said, it doesn't say that that's the book that now we refer to as Sefer Abris. Rashi is simply telling us that this Sefer Abris is referring to that which Moshe wrote which is described as Moshe writing in the earlier Pasuk. Medafa v'fashtema, we do have to understand. Salib v'oz daf Rashi ibe chazren dodi ala protem. What does Rashi have to repeat all these details again? V'asad shen gishrim gizog by yichta Moshe. The very same details that he explained about what Moshe wrote, which is mebreishas ad matan teira, o mitzvah shen istavu v'mara. Why does he have to repeat that? All he had to do to, to, is to explain to say Ados is the safest because of Moshe. He simply has to tell us this is the book that he wrote that was described earlier in the pasuk that he wrote. For instance, he could have used the same wording that the Rashbam says here. Sefer Abris. The Rashbam says the book of the covenant. The one that says earlier in the Pasuk that Moshe wrote, and that explains the whole thing. Why does he have to repeat all the details again? It would seem that we could answer this question this way. As Rashi Darf that Rashi has to repeat to us again in detail what exactly he read from that Sefer. Well, the Pasuk states, because the Pasuk simply says, that he took the book of the covenant of Yikrabazan and he read to the people, but it doesn't say what he read to the people. It doesn't say what and or how much he read to them. In fact, as the Mechilta says, the Mechilta points out that when it says in the Pasuk that he read to them, it doesn't say what he read to them, how much of it he read to them. So since we don't know how much Moshe read to them, the Rebbe gives Rashi Tzavis, and that's why Rashi has to explain to us, that that which the Pasuk describes now as him reading was, from the beginning of Bereshit until Matan Teirah, as well as the Mitzvahs of Mara. In other words, Rashi is telling us that he read the entire Sefer Abris. Earlier he, earlier he said what he wrote in the Sefer Abris, which was from Bereshis to Mantera and Mora. Now he's telling us that he read the entire thing, all of those details. So that would seems to be a good answer. But we can't really say that that's what it means. Because if that's what he's trying to explain, that he should have quoted the words from the Pasig and he read to the people. And in regards to these words, he should be saying, as Vayikra made, that what he read to them was, Mibereshis until Mantaira, and so on. Rashi tells Sefer Abris, but Rashi doesn't quote the words, and he read to them. Rashi quotes the words, the Book of the Covenant. In fact, he doesn't even refer to the later words, Vayikra by saying Vagaymer, and so on. The means and the rest of the pasuk. If he really wants to explain what he read to them, at least say the which refers to what he re- that he read. And since he doesn't say that, was the funus movement. So therefore, it's understood as that is oisin And what he really wants to explain is nisht was vayikra. He's not trying to explain what he read to them, because then he would have said he read to them. What did he read to them and explain? So rather what he's trying to explain, he's trying to explain what exactly is contained in Sefer Abris, because that's what he says, Sefer Abris, what is that? That's from Bereshis until Matantayra and Mora. If he would have meant to explain what from the Sefer Abris that he read, which means the entire Sefer, according to the way he's saying it, then he should have said, Vayikra, he read to them, and explained what he read to them. 
is how the Kosholaduchta, so the question comes back, Tzlibvos Chazat Rashi Ibazem Pirish, but Pratis, why does Rashi repeat the entire thing with all the details if he's simply explaining what's written in the book? That he already told us. When Moshe was writing it, he told us what was written in that book. Dalit. So we'll understand this by first explaining in Rashi. Another focusing on, on another wor- or words in the in what Rashi in this Rashi in the Pridikampirishanal and the previous one on Vayichta Moshe, where he writes Vayichta Moshe mebreishes on Matan Torah because of mitzvah shenitzava b'mora. First he writes Moshe wrote from Bereishes to Matan Torah. Then he goes on to say and he wrote. The mitzvahs that they were commanded in Marah. it would seem, the question has to be asked is the word Kosov Ibirik, the word here, and he wrote the mitzvahs of Marah, the word and he wrote, it seems to be unnecessary. Since he is talking about what did Moshe write, that's the, that's the quote from the Pasuk. Moshe wrote, and then he goes on to explain what he wrote. So it would be enough for him simply to write uh, the letter Vav which is a connection letter what he means to say is he wrote from and the mitzvah they, they were commanded in Mara simply the and is the Vav why does he write Vekosav and he wrote the mitzvahs that, he, that uh, they were commanded in Mara and if he simply wrote and the mitzvahs of Mara we would understand ourselves that that's all included in what Moshe wrote. Why does he have to repeat the word Vakasa? Is the beer bazet? So the explanation is that in Klolos Parsha, in the in regards to the this whole Parsha, which begins from El Moshe Omar Aleil Har El Hashem. The, the pasuk that begins and Hashem and he said to Moshe come up to Hashem meaning come up on the Mount Sinai and then it goes on to talk about all these things is between the commentaries and the Torah when the Pasha is when this whole Pasha took place when did Hashem command him this and when did all this happen which the Pasha is describing that he wrote it and so on all that stuff Rashi learned Rashi is of the opinion as that this whole thing happened before the Aseris Adibris, before Matan Torah on the 4th of Sivan it was told come up on Tahar Sinai and that's when the mitzvah of Prishu Vahagbala was in other words that Moshe writing down all these things was also whatever he wrote was also on Dalit Sivan before Matan Teirah as well as other things like the Mizbeach that he built also happened before Matan Teirah although the next day on the 5th of Sivan but according to the Ramban as well as others is this all sforgekum and nacha seres adibus nach matantayr? All of this happened after matantayr. Mitzad der machlekes in the mizman because of this difference of opinion about when this happened. When the parsha is gizagivar, when this whole parsha took place was said and so on. Kumt ois kumt oicharois hashinu in a pirush fundam pasuk. That also leads to a different understanding of the meaning of the pasuk by Yahweh Moshe. That Moshe came by Yisapalahem and he related to them as called Divir Hashem all the words of Hashem, as called Mishpatim and all the laws. What is the uh, what is the difference of opinion about this pasuk? Lloyd Rashi, according to Rashi, meant as called Divir Hashem Kenal. When he says all the words of Hashem, means as he said before the mitzvahs Prishavag Bala, the mitzvahs that lead up to Matan Torah, the 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 mitzvah to stay away from the wives and to and to stay away from Har Sinai and all the laws means what does he mean by all the laws it's before Matan Torah so it means the seven Noahide laws the Shabbos and the laws of Shabbos and honor your father and mother 
as well as the laws of Paraduma, Vedinin, and all laws of uh, monetary laws, and so much, because all those were given to them earlier when they were in Mara. So that's what it could, it could only mean that, because it's still before Matan Ramban, but according to the Ramban, as well as the others, Vert Demit, what does he mean by as called Divri Hashem? What did he tell the Yidden, which all Divri Hashem? What he means is, the things which Hashem had said after Matan Torah, which are the Psukim that say, You saw that I spoke to you from heaven. And what he says, and or, as well as all the, the laws, means Gans Parsha Mishpatim, bis to the Parsha of El Moshe Omar. Everything that's found in Parsha Mishpatim, that's all the laws that are found at the beginning of, to, you know, towards the, almost till the end of Parsha Mishpatim, up until where Hashem said, and to Moshe, he said, come up onto the mountain and so on. So according to Rashi, it means everything that happened up until Matan Torah. According to the Ramban and the others, it means all the, the laws means all the laws that were given in Matan Torah, meaning the Mishpatim, the laws are described in Parsha Mishpatim. And this difference of opinion about what exactly was said, what Hashem said to Moshe, also brings a difference, makes a difference in what is called the, the, the words of the covenant. What do you call the covenant? In Yonei Funabris, what is the meaning of a covenant? The, the striking of a covenant, however they strike the covenant, is in order to strengthen and make a greater commitment to all those people that are participating in this covenant. In our case, Eden that it's a something to bring the Yidden and the Torah together. The covenant is between Yidden and the Torah. So there, and the Dibri Abris, making a covenant, doing something to express that covenant, means to bring the Yidden and commit them more greatly to Torah. Because through this Torah which Hashem gave them, and through this Torah, they also become connected more deeply with Hashem. So it's a covenant between the Yidden, the Torah, and Hashem. Lefizeh is moving. So according to this, we can understand as late Rashi, according to Rashi, as the Bris is given Farmat and Torah, that this whole covenant of which we speak took place before Mat and Torah. Is the Bris Oif und durch die Inyane was the Ebeshtar gegeben the Yidden Farmat and Torah. The Bris is referring to those things which Hashem gave the Yidden before Matan Torah. B'frat di welche kennen welche kennen starken beyesed of abun bris especially those components of what happened up until Matan Torah which can strengthen that connection with the bris. For instance, koyach ma'isev higid la'amay when we talk, uh, uh, Rashi describes that what's the reason that he starts from Beresh is because Hashem is relating to them the power of his actions that he created the whole world and he gave Eretz Yisrael to the Yidden and so on so those things of course bring a, a more powerful connection those things are important in this Bris all those things which are described from Beresh until when Hashem starts to teach the law which is in the mitzvahs of uh, Paraduma and uh, Rishchidosh and so on. Sorry, not Paraduma. Karben Pesach and Rishchidosh. And the bris is given, and the meaning of this, the purpose of this covenant was al sachon of as a preparation for Matan introduction to Matan Torah, Aseres you know, which started with Aseres Adibris. So that's what Rashi sees the bris as. Hashem making a covenant with the Yidden for everything that happened up until now as a preparation for Matan Torah. Ramban, but according to Ramban Va'id and the others, is the bris given be ikef abunim mit the dibreis vitzivuyim was the ebishad angezok nach Matan Torah. The covenant was more addressing more those things which Hashem had spoken and related to the Yidden after Matan Torah. So it pertains to the law of the Torah itself, meaning 
the laws as described in Parashim Mishpatim and so on. Lefisa is moving. So according to this, we understand as when the pasuk zog ve'yichter Moshe, when the pasuk says that Moshe wrote all this, the fundam sefer abris, committing the sefer abris to writing, the sefer vos is for bunamitim bris, that book which is connected to this covenant which they made, vos vigezogt weiter in the parsha as described later in the parsha. Vert gemeint like pirush Rashi, according to Rashi, what this means is asad gishribim es kol dibri Hashem that he wrote all the words of Hashem, all those things which Hashem had already told the Yidin up until this time, this period of time. The Hainu, which means what? What did Hashem already tell the Yidin up until Matan Torah? Everything that's related from Bereshis up until Matan Torah. And the Mitzvah and the as well as the Mitzvah which he had already given them as an introduction to Matan Torah, everything that was given before Matan Torah. is given that the purpose of writing it was not only sort of taking notes about what he needs to read to them later, which is what happened. He wrote it and then he read it to them. So the purpose of the writing was not just in order to have in front of them what he is going to tell them, nor does Gufa is from the bris, but rather the writing itself, committing it to writing, was a part of this covenant. Covenant sometimes has an often has an act associated with it, like you know by bris bin Absarim, or uh, that Hashem told them to cut animals in half and walk through them. That's the act of the bris. The, there were other uh, they, they made a pile of stones as a bris as they related by Lovin and Yaakov and so on. So there was the act of writing, it is a part of the, the act associated with the bris. The fact that he wrote it, this gives it more strength and emphasis. That this obligates the Yidin more and commits them to this covenant to this agreement with Hashem that they will listen to Hashem and so on that they're committed to the Torah by writing it that gives it more that act of writing it on the, uh, on the part of Moshe is also a strengthening of the Yidin's commitment to this covenant hey so based on this understanding we might say as the Tambos Rashi that the reason that Rashi inserts the word Vikosov, and he wrote, which means that he's separating the two writings into two separate categories. First, he writes, he wrote what from Bereshis to Mantera, and he also wrote the Mitzvahs of Mora, which means they're two different ideas of writing. There's something different happened now, and that's why Rashi says, and he wrote because it's a different type of writing. The Beidinyan of Bereshis Mantera separates. The two ideas of what he wrote from Bereshis to Mantero and Mitzvah Shin Stava and what he wrote, the Mitzvah Mamara, is Valdazan it's because they are two different types of writing. Number one, the writing Mibreshis Vad Matantaira, the Sipur Hamurois Khulu, the the relation of the, the his, history and what happened to the others and so on from creation. From from the creation of the world until Matan for the most part, Moshe would have written them the In the same, he would have used the same wording as we now have them in the Torah. He would have written it exactly the way it is appears in the Torah. The Mehechetesa. Because why would you say otherwise? And Favazal why would he change from the way it's written in the Torah? Why would it be a different style from what ends up being in the Torah? Most likely he wrote it in the way it is the final version of how the Torah actually presents it and the way we have it. Look at the Mashmak Sas from the Russian Rashi Gufa, as in fact we can see this uh, sort of from the words of Rashi himself. From Bereshis until Matan Torah. He doesn't say from creation until Matan Torah, which means referring to the events rather than the, the book that is written. He writes Bereshis. Bereshis is 
the book, the way the Torah writes the story of, of the creation of the world. So he seems to be saying that he wrote that which is recorded from Bereshis until Matan Torah. The way it's written in the Torah that we, as we have it. So therefore what he was actually writing at that time was committing to writing that which became the final book of Bereshis up until Parsha Yisrael. And then there is the second type of writing, which is because of Mitzvah wrote the mitzvahs that were given in Mora. Which is, as we said before, the laws of Shabbos, the honoring of father, uh, parents, paraduma, and the monetary laws. So there he couldn't have written it in the way it actually appears in the Torah. Because what's he going to write? For instance, by paraduma, can he write These are the laws of the Torah. And you shall give it to Elazar Akayin. These things didn't, they weren't a reality yet. The Torah hadn't been given yet. Elazar wasn't Akayin yet. Then other examples as well. Is Mistaba, therefore, it uh, stands to reason. That he wrote them not in the style that they are written as we have them now in the Torah, Als Parshishal Torah in the way that the Parshish and the Torah are written, but rather, he wrote it in a style, which relay, conveys what the mitzvah is, but not in the exact way that it actually... So Paraduma explains what a Paraduma, maybe what its purpose is, but not who should do it, and so on. And as Rashi writes, and he wrote mitzvahs, he doesn't say he wrote... Um, the parasha of Shabbos. He wrote mitzvahs. This was not to be seen, and it didn't happen that it was written as the final parshas as they appear today. But rather, he was committing to writing these mitzvahs, not in the exact style as they are written in the Torah. So there are two different types of writing. Now, let us say, is the Untershet see and the same difference can be understood also in context of the whether the the this writing took place before Matan Torah or if it was written after Matan Torah. In other words, this difference the there is a difference how we look at how Moshe wrote it whether it was written before Matan Torah, whether it was written after Matan Torah. There would be a major difference. If we say that it was written before Matan Torah, then there would have been two separate types of writing. Where the earlier part was written in the way it ends up being the Parsha and the Torah. Or the second style of writing, which is like the Mitzvah of Mara, and therefore they were written in two different uh, they were written in two different ways as we said before there is the writing of Parshas of the Torah up until Yisrael and then there is the, the writing of mitzvahs in a general sense not in the exact way as they were later written as Parshas in the Torah not as they are that's if we say that it all happened before Matan Torah but if it all happened after Matan Torah there's no reason to say that there was, it was written in two different ways when it says all of them would be written in the same exact way which is that also the mitzvahs that Moshe wrote were also written at that time as the final version of what is written in the Torah because the Torah after Matan Torah already has those mitzvahs they're already aware of those mitzvahs at least the ones that are in Parsha Mishpatim so now we can understand the, the time, the reason 
that when he gets to the next pasuk, which is Vayikach, not the next, but to the further pasuk, Vayikach Sefer Abris, that he took the book of the covenant, Rashi Rashi has to explain to us what the Sefer Abris is. What exactly is the Sefer Abris? Since we already studied as Moshe wrote, when he wrote it, he wrote it in two different styles. In Sefer Shidne Gidrik Siva, Undo state Sefer Abris Loshin Yochid, and over here it says the Book of the Covenant, as if there's only one book. Dafrashim Efarim, where we are, we, we just described two different types of books, up from Bereishis until Matantayr, and then the Mitzvahs. They're two separate things. Here it says only talks about only one Book of the Covenant. So Rashi has to explain as the Sefer Abris Bashteit. That the Sefer Abris here means It's still referring to these two separate things. That by this he also brings out the point as the Bris that the covenant, the Sefer Abris, which describes what the covenant is being made with in what way it's being made, is made with these two parts of that Sefer. Number one, the covenant was in regards to Torah itself, which is the first part of it, the parashis of the Torah, so that the bris is that the, the Yidin are committed to Torah and to the learning of the Torah, which was included into the bris by writing of the first part of it from Bereshis to Matan which is the actual Torah, the parashis of Torah. And then there's the second point that is being emphasized in this bris, which is for the fulfillment of mitzvahs, by recording the mitzvahs that they were given in Mora, which those mitzvahs represent mitzvahs rather than Torah. They're not written in the style of Torah. They are about the mitzvahs, and the covenant also pertains to mitzvahs. The point being made is, the covenant was on two things, Torah and the mitzvahs. Now, Pise Yumtak, according to this, it makes, it sort of uh, enhances our understanding also. Vasnogdem, on this uh, next point, which is, Vasnogdem, Imoshar benot gelaint, then Sefer Abris, that after Moshe read to them this Sefer Abris, Bosnia Om, Hobn the Eden Gizog, the Eden said, Kola Shadibir Hashem, their response to the reading of the Sefer Abris was, Nasavanishma, everything that Hashem said we will do. And we will hear, which means we will learn. They gave a double answer to it because the the sefer that he was reading to them contained two ideas: the learning of Torah and the the fulfillment of mitzvahs. So they responded, "We will do, and we will learn." The we will do was in response to the mitzvahs that were given in Mora for Serhat Gilead, which he read to them from that Sefer Abris. So Nishma, and we will learn, was their response to him having read to them the parshas from Bereshis until Matan Torah. And this was as the introduction to the study of Torah and the fulfillment of mitzvah that the Yidin took upon themselves and committed themselves to for all eternity by this double nas of anishma the double uh, use of those two words and in a way that it is we make a covenant we bind ourselves to you in this way by their commitment, they now became worthy of receiving the Torah. So that explains the Rashi. Zayin. From the extraordinary things that we can also learn from this Rashi. In Gemara is da machlekes between Yochanan and Rishlakish. There's a machlekes between Rav Yochanan and Rishlakish. See Torah Megillah Megillah Nitna whether the Torah was given as in parts in scrolls, separate scrolls which later were made into one big scroll when a, a certain uh, subject was taught to Moshe he wrote it down 
And then at the end of the 40 years, when all of these individual teachings or communications to Moshe were completed, and he had written all of them down over the years, he attached them all with, by sewing them together, as we do with the sinews, and uh, as Rashi says in the Gemara there. Other or Torah Chasuma Nitna. The Torah was given all a complete thing. He didn't write anything until the end of the 40 years. After Hashem had communicated all the, everything that was in the Torah over the 40 years, then he wrote everything down. Everything that was said to him in the earlier years, in the first year, second year, he remembered them, he committed them to memory. Until he wrote them at the end of the 40 years, when everything was complete, that's when he wrote the whole thing down as a complete Torah. Shtelzach Taisus asks the question of the Manda'om of Ashalt, as he asks about the opinion that says that Torah that the entire was Torah was written all at once. On he asks the question, Tema, this is very strange. because it says in the Pasavayikh Sefer Abris, in our Parsha Mishpatim, it says he took the book of the covenant by and he read it to the people. Rashi, Rashi explains in his commentary on the Chumash says Taisis, the Hainum which means from Bereshis until that time. So in other words, that he had written the book from of Bereshis up until Matan Torah already in the first year when they went out of Mitzrayim. Um Faremfert, and he answers the question in this way: the Nirul Farish, Perhaps we can explain the Leika Amach Hasuma Nitna Shol Nidchtava Adlu Basayif. The Leika Amach Hasuma Nitna, when the opinion that says that it was all given at once, he doesn't mean to say Shol Nidchtava Adlu Basayif that it wasn't written until the end of the forty years. None of it was written up until the end of the forty years. Rather, what it means is Elishala Say the Nidchtava. What he means to say is, it was written in chronological order, in the way that it was communicated to Moshe. The yesh because in the order of the Torah there are things which are written out of the uh, chronological order, as we know, ein So some of the parshas which are written later were actually said earlier, and some of that are written earlier were actually said later. So the Moshe Rabbeinu didn't write anything that he didn't write anything out of order. If he was told something that should be later, and he was told earlier, he waited until what needs to be written before that was told to him, and he wrote that, and then he wrote the one that was written that was communicated earlier but he wrote it later, he kept it in order. If there was something out of place, he waited until he was told the, pre, the thing that he was told later, but should be written earlier, and only after that was written, did he write the later Parsha. So he never wrote out of order. That's what he means, Chasuma, that everything was written in chronological order. But not that he never wrote anything until the very end. That's how Taisus answers it. The Maharal is Mazbir. The Maharal explains, as Pirish Shashi Vaparsha Seinu, that the commentary of Rashi in our Pasha is Nish Bestiru Tzamanda Omer, Toyrech Sumanditna, does not in any way contradict the opinion in the Gemara, which is that the Torah was given all at once, in other words, uh, all at once. Oich Ledas Rashi Bepirish Vaparshtas, even if we see it in the way Rashi explains it in Mem. Rashi there says that what he means by it was given complete means the whole thing was written at the end of the 40 years so we're here Rashi is writing that he wrote in the Sefer Abris the Bereshis until Matan Torah so the Maral says it's not a contradiction Valdos is given Tzorich Mitzvah because that which Moshe wrote over there, the Sefer Abris, was not for the purpose of writing the Torah, but it was the mitzvah which was he commanded to do now. 
when the river is therefore this is not considered part of the Torah as it's given but rather it was a book of the bris he wrote the book of the covenant yes he used the style in which the whole Torah was written and which was eventually included into the Torah at the end but he wrote it then as a Sefer Abris, not as the beginning of Torah. So based on what we just explained, well, again, it enhances our understanding of it. Even though it's true, as we said, that when he wrote from Bereshah till Matan Torah, it was written in the style uh, that the Torah uh, ended up being written is the subafort nishta gedav funksivus parashatayra it still doesn't rise to the level of he wrote parashiyas of the tayra nor a tale from sefer abris rather what he was doing was he was writing the, the book of the covenant which was not the tayra it was a book of the covenant which included everything that happened up until then but not as writing tayra and that book of the covenant also included the mitzvahs from Mara. And the writing of the mitzvahs of Mara was completely different of the way it was ended up being written in the Torah. And these two divergent styles ended up being one book of the covenant so Rashi is saying that even though the first part of the book of the covenant was written in the exact style as what would eventually be written into the Torah as the official um, but since it also included the mitzvahs of Mara which was completely different than the way the Torah ended up being written so therefore the first part was also not written as Torah it was written as a chelik of Sefer Abris, not as Torah. And the fact that Taisus questions, because Rashi says that it was written at that time, so Taisus has the question, what do you mean it was written all the way at the end? Rashi himself says that it was written back then. We can explain this according to Taisus in this way. Since those passages which Moshe wrote from Bereshit until Mantaira, and in Nisht Andesh, Bitsurosan Ulushainam, Vida Parshas, Aksubas Lazabitaira, are no different in the style that they were written, the words that they used, and so on, from the Parshas as they ended up being in, included into the Taira. Is Afalpi as Moshe at the Sefer Abris to Zaymit Sarag, even Oich, the Mitzvah in the Stabba Mamara? So even though in the Sefer Abris Moshe also included the mitzvahs of Mora, which were which were written completely differently than they ended up being in the Torah, is the Sabanishma battle of the Gereya, so this does not in any way neutralize or diminish from them was the That doesn't take away from the fact that from Bereshus to Matan Torah was written as the Torah. So Taisa sees it as, even though he added the mitzvahs of Mora, which are completely different and not considered Torah, but the first part was written as Torah. So Taisa sees it as that was, was, was meant to be written as Torah. And therefore Taisa needs another approach than Rashi. And that's why Taisa holds that they were written over the years, but, uh, you know, in the exact chronological order is what is meant by that opinion. Well, Pisa Yumtag, and according to this, we again, it's enhanced was Toysus' matik from Loshan Rashi, that Toysus only quotes from Rashi, Mibereshus Vatkan. The only thing he quotes from Rashi is that Rashi writes in, in his ex, uh, commentary on Torah that Moshe wrote from Bereshus until here. He doesn't quote what Rashi says at the end of that very same Rashi. That mitzvah shenitzava b'mora that they also wrote the mitzvahs that were written in, that were given in mora. Val dixivus mitzvah shenitzava b'mora hot kenshachin suslas shagavatayu ntesis, because the mitzvahs of mora have no are irrelevant to what Tesis is talking about here. 
he's talking about the ones that were written in the style of Torah as parshiyos of Torah. Therefore, he has the question. The mitzvahs of Mara were completely different. Were written in a different style. Therefore, the Torah doesn't even quote that. The kasha is nor from Torah. His question only pertains to what Rashi writes that he wrote from Bereishis till Mantera, but as I get it from Torah, which was written in the way Torah is written, and therefore he has that question. Das Rashi is over. However, Rashi has a different approach. Rashi goes with the opinion that since the Sefer Abris was made up of two components the first part written in the style of Torah, the second part written in a completely different style. Therefore, since they both make up the Sefer Abris, and the second part of the Sefer Abris was written in a completely different style, therefore the first part can't either be anything other than the Sefer Abris. That's what it's there He's writing a Sefer Abris. He's not writing the parshas of the Torah, even though he's using the exact same words. From the inner dimension, understanding the inner dimension that we can take out of this uh, the Chassidic approach to what is communicated in this Rashi. Yeshlemi, we could say this. Avopias kolos inin Abris is the kishur v'schabr shvishn diba zaynikayrez dembris even though the idea of a bris is the connection, the bond that is created between those who are making the covenant in our case, who is that? the connection and the bringing together of Hashem and the Yidin is a chiluk in the toichen abris there is a difference in the meaning of that covenant see the bris is there is a difference whether this covenant is made before Matan Torah or after Matan Torah. Biz Matan Torah is given the gzeira as all yenim leida tachtenim or tachtenim leyal yenim. Till Matan Torah, there was the well-known um, decree that the upper, those from the upper realm, meaning the spiritual, cannot come down into the physical, to the tachtenim, to the lower elements. And the lower elements, those who find themselves in the lower space, have no ability to rise up into the spiritual. And then by Matantaira, they were, Hashem took away that separation and they were able to integrate into each other. Kumtoi, so it comes out, as the bris from far Matantaira, that the covenant that can be struck before Matantaira is nach alzgivem verbundenem gavre, nish mitelchefze was only connected to the people involved, to the personalities involved, but not to the the physical uh, reality. The physical, the chefza, the objects, so to speak, of the world, be, remain unpenetrated um, by Torah, by holiness. As is the well-known explanation that even Avrami did all the mitzvahs, but he couldn't bring spirituality into the objects with which he was doing those mitzvahs. So that existed up until Matan Torah. So the covenant also pertains to the people, to, and not people, to the Hashem and to the Jews, but it doesn't pertain to the physical reality in which we find ourselves. The Yisraelim is even more. It's true that even the Torah mitzvahs, as they are before Matan Torah, there was an elevation and a connection of, on the part of the Yidin. They were elevated through it, and they connected to Hashem. But the connection existed only, and the elevation existed only in the way that it could happen up until Matan Torah, which is nishta roitzvun geder nivra that the, the lower, the Jew, the Yidden that lived in the physical world cannot rise up and, be, and, pen, and get out of the reality of the physical. They could not escape the physical. There is no possibility to rise up to the spiritual. They could connect to Hashem, but that doesn't mean they could completely escape their physical boundaries. Mashenken laid the day is but according to the opinion that all this took place after Matan Torah, which is number one, after Hashem already did away with that separation, 
And the second point, Vaniya Maschil, that Hashem said, I will begin, I will be the first one. As it says, Hashem came down onto Mount Sinai. And the Yisaitim is even more, the third point, the Chiddush for Nanon Hashik Yahavis, that incredible thing that Hashem said, I have written my soul into the words of the Torah. That Hashem invested himself, he inserted himself for all eternity into the Torah. So it's self-understood also that this connection, this unity, coming together of the Yidden with Torah in a way of a covenant, was able to accomplish a the ultimate of elevation and being able to escape completely from the confines of being a created being because once Hashem allowed that, uh, that we could connect to Him through Torah so then we can escape our limitations of a creation because Hashem has already started that connection that, that he can come down and we can go up so now the bris can be in a completely different way we can actually escape the bonds of the physical creation so that would seem to say that the way Rashi looks at it that the, the whole covenant took place before Mantaita was on a lower level but there is also a, a certain quality that is reached in the way that Rashi sees it as the bris is given far that the covenant took place before Matan Since the Yidden were already, even before Matan bound up with and tied in with and captured by Bechinus HaTayra, these is are up at least on the level that it came down to the creations before Matan and therefore they were already connected with the godliness which comes down through Torah, true, in the way that can happen before Matan Torah only but still, because they were already connected through in that bris before Matan Torah is moving, it's understood as noch azahachona that after this kind of preparation to Matan Torah is the zichuf alis and evroim Matan Torah the Refinement and the elevation of t- to the created beings to the Yidden by Matan Torah given was an even higher level than if had they not had that uh, bris that covenant before Matan Torah. And therefore, because of this covenant, they were already deserving and fitting to be able to receive the Torah because of something that they had accomplished. They had gone into a, into a covenant with Hashem. They had bound themselves up with Hashem even before Matan Torah. True, not on the highest level. But because of that, by Matan Torah, when they receive that upper, that higher level, they get it on a much higher level because they had already risen up to be a, being able to absorb that at least somewhat before Matan Torah, and therefore they are elevated even higher than had they not had that covenant before Matan Torah. Masha'enkin laid the dais, whereas on the other hand, according to the opinions that the bris is given lacha Matan Torah, that the whole covenant took place only after Matan Torah, is b'shas Matan Torah, so therefore that comes out that uh, during Matan Torah, given l'mat the whole Matan Torah was something that was superimposed on them. They were not at all ready for that. They hadn't be- become bound up with Hashem yet before Matan Torah. So Matan Torah happened to them, not with them. And therefore, the giving of the Torah was not that they were ready to receive it, but it was given from above whether you're ready or not. And in that case, it happens to be that they weren't ready because they, they had not entered into a covenant yet. So therefore, Matan Torah would have been on a lower level for them. Based on this, we can explain the difference as explained in, uh, earlier. As Das Rashi Zainan in den Vayichtev und in den Bris Geben Zweyin Yonim Torah Mitzvah now we can explain what we said before that in this Moshe's recording of the Sefer Abris contained two separate things which is Torah and Mitzvahs 
On Loidi under the day, it says this ain't in you, but according to the other opinions that it took place after Matan Taira, it's all one thing. It's Taira. Achelik from Taira, it's all a part of Taira. Mitzad Geder and Evroim, when you look at it from the perspective of the created being, Herzich is Chalkos from Taira and Mitzvahs, then you see a, sep- a difference between Taira and Mitzvahs. Therefore, the way they receive it, they also address it as two separate things. Nasa bazunder, we will do it as one thing, and nishma bazunder, and we will learn it because they see Torah mitzvahs as two components. Because they're taking it from their perspective. Because at that time they're still created beings; they're relating to it through crea- as created beings because it's happening before matan Torah. But from the perspective of the Creator, there is no difference. Taira is all one homogenous thing. Taira mitzvahs, it's all one thing. Hashem Himself is absolute unity without separation and differences. So His Taira, which is part of Him, also expresses that absolute unity. This is mitzad the way it is from his perspective, which is alz is ein inyan It's all one thing. It's Torah, not to be seen as two separate things. And that's why, if you le- learn the way Rashi say, it says it, that it was still before matan Torah, therefore it's seen as two separate things. If you learn that it was after matan Torah, the whole thing is seen as one. That the whole sefer abris was one entire subject, which is Torah. There was no separation of Torah and mitzvahs.